my god, Tony. Oh my god. He's I told you. He's like he's so <laughs> <laughs> You are a pig. That's okay. I'm over here like stuffing my face. How are you today? Um, I'm good. I'm stressed, but I'm good. I we have family get, coming into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why they're coming is just that's the. I feel like that's the biggest stress in your life that right is now. The is, biggest, yeah, and we met. Oh, you've been leading up to this moment for years. For, for four years now. Yeah. Four, four, two thousand eighteen. Wow. Yeah, four years. As of June. Gosh, that's yeah. too long. June, Father's Day of 2018. So, yeah, I'm just. Everybody I'm sorry. have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Patreon. <laughs> Get to watch a kitten struggle. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody, um, we won't go into details about no. what's going on, but you know have your thoughts and prayers or Please. whatever yeah. with Amy and their family. And just to, to do a little advocacy for children, if your kid tells you something and it's like so out there and you're like, I can't, that there's no way that's true, believe them. Give them the benefit of the doubt and listen to them and then do a little bit of your own investigating if you need to always act and pray that it didn't actually happen but always believe in your child because there's a lot of children out there that their parents say there's no yeah, way that's true and, and they shut them down yeah. and they don't get listened to always listen to your child yep so and have a relationship with your child where they feel like they can tell you things that they're scared to tell you yeah. so just a little um side piece a little parenting 101 tip ish <laughs> yeah so um do you have a neighborhood story for me yeah oh yeah we're we are a true crime and paranormal podcast with a hint of neighborhood drama a hint just a little dash just a little dash and that's amy that's brie and, uh, oh, yeah, we're What's With the Neighbors. That's this is our, episode that's... 45, dude. Oh, my goodness. Oh. We're five. You're... Yes, we are five. You're right. Five episodes away from episode 50. I'm so freaking, like, we're almost at a year, too. Don't say that. <sighs> um, And, you guys, we have a lot of fun things on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun things on Patreon. So, I highly highly suggest you become yeah. a patreon donor for only five dollars a month you get our episodes unedited and for three dollars a month you get uh our episodes out early so and there's a lot of content on there that we don't share with anyone else yeah a lot you guys can watch a cat fight right now yeah pretty much <laughs> not Bray and i yeah. literal cat oh, fight <laughs> yeah you guys you know what if you can't get on Patreon, you should find someone who loves the show and yeah. get them to get on Patreon. Yeah. And, I don't know, split it yeah. if you want to. Spl that that would mean so much if we can get, like, 
three Patreon donors for our one year episode. Yeah. Because by our one year episode. If you three love more. us Sorry. to show us your love, you can one, interact in our Facebook group. Two, become a Patreon donor and be on that donor bus. Three, you can also check out our promotions. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, we have so many, guys. I know. It's so bananas. Many. So many. So there's just a couple of the ways that you can help support the podcast. Yes. We need, we need more furniture. So, you know, that's where it literally goes straight to the podcast because yeah. our husbands won't let us buy anything for we, here. So. Correct. Which is understandable. Yes. <laughs> Considering... Yeah. It, yeah. This is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so we have chairs. We need chairs. Currently, Brie, just get on our wish list on Amazon. Yeah. She actually <laughs> yeah. just, you know how she sits? She sits on her knees. It's where she belongs. It's. I'm Catholic, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> and I, I sit crisscross applesauce. And when my legs, <laughs> <laughs> when my legs go numb, I then you know sit out with my legs out. So poor us. And then the cats attack them. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And we have a full size table, so it's like really difficult to see our papers. And it's a very small room. Yeah. So we just want we just no. Lay Leon, down. Do not. You're not going over there. I think he's like, what's going on? This is my <laughs> turn. Like super hyper. Yeah. Well, they were both. They both took naps on me. Oh, <laughs> babies. Both of them. Aww. He was on my chest and he was on my lap. Aww. <laughs> he's so cute. Aww. And we're getting a new new friend. Oh, for yeah. For the podcast. A new furry friend. A new furry friend. My mom is bringing up my dad's bringing Jessie. up yeah okay. one of their dogs that they're retiring and she's gonna live with us she's gonna retire Hi. in alaska jesse how old is she i think she's five okay yeah she's like That's a, a cat, good age though. she's yeah. all trained and everything oh yeah 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 i don't want a puppy yeah i'm good no i kind of do uh, yeah. Okay, tell me your neighborhood story. Yeah. I'm so you're, sorry. You're we went on like a little tangent there. It's okay. We're just kind of reminiscing and like, you know, hoping know. that we're loved. Anyway, yeah. uh, so neighborhood story. <laughs> um, this is a note. I'll show you. Uh, the, there's a little drawing at the bottom of it. It says, hey, please do not. This would totally be to me too also if I were in this situation. Hey, please do not leave your stuff in the dryer forever. In the time I waited to see if you would move your stuff, I started a career, got married, started a family, moved to the country, became a grandfather, and retired all oh in the nude because I couldn't dry my clothes. <laughs> so I decided to I decided to move your stuff. Sorry. I don't know how to fold sheets, but I tried. <laughs> that was nice that they folded and the sheets. And then look at the little doodle at the bottom. It's like a naked guy. <laughs> That's cute. It's like an old naked guy with like a, a sign over his, his stuff saying censored in front of a washer and a dryer. <laughs> It's cute. Okay, but folding the laundry, that's like super nice. Yeah. If that was me, I would just have like dumped it. 
he's not that stepping would, on that was not he's trying on. so hard to go over it that that would have been me though to leave myself in the dryer because that's me now at my own house well, thank you god can do it in your own yeah. house yeah <laughs> i have a load in my dryer right now because i didn't get to it last night anyway do you have a story for me i have a story for you oh boy oh, i'm so excited to share amy looks excited you guys strap in okay so obviously it involves murder but what i know i'm so sorry oh my. i think i'm gonna have to go now <laughs> um i just couldn't help but laugh while researching this oh story. god it's one of those <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you about michael malloy aka iron mike aka mike the durable oh mike also, the durable also known as the man who wouldn't die so michael malloy was born in country donegal donegal um, the northwestern part of Ireland in 18... Ireland. Ireland. Stop it. Why do we do that? <laughs> in 1873. In the early 1920s, he immigrated to New York. He got a job as a firefighter for a while, but unfortunately, he that didn't last long. And he quickly became unemployed and homeless. Other it happens. Than, yep. Other than that, I really couldn't find anything about it. Poor, durable Mike. Yeah. Um, since it was the Prohibition... He would frequent the speakeasies, which were venues that served illegal alcohol. To to be alive in that time, yeah, that, I, I that think it would be, be so much fun to like go to like a speakeasy. yeah yeah like underground. Yeah. Get, I mean, I guess hey, that's what drugs are now. I but want still. some alcohol. We all party together and get some alcohol. Flapping, yeah, flapping. That would be so much fun. <laughs> think of, oh my god! Never mind. They were shaking so bad. <laughs> like, I went one way and they were going the other way. <laughs> You're welcome, Patreon. Um, so, over the course of a few years, he became a regular at one of the Bronx. At the one in... The Bronx. A regular at one that was in the Bronx. And it was owned by 27-year-old Tony Maroney. Tony Maroney? Nope. Tony... Marino. Marino, okay. Marino. I was about to say Maroni. That sounds like a macaroni noodle. <laughs> Tony Maroni. Tony Maroni noodle. You got some macaroni for me. Tony Maroni. Some macaroni with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony was known for making a quick buck, even though he was already making a wealthy, healthy, wealthy living off of his speakeasy. Tony uh, somehow befriended a woman named Maribel Carson and convinced her to sign a $2,000 life insurance policy in naming him as the beneficiary, which... That's... I'm I'm thinking that he was, like, kind of like a... Wait, like, she made him sign it on him or, like, on her? She signed it for naming him the beneficiary. Okay. So they I'm, didn't know each other, they, or like, they were friends. They be, he befriended oh, this girl. Okay. So it's like, hey, what's up? First conversation. Yeah. You want to? I'm life highly doubt he probably that. worked his way on That's that. Not suspicious. Yeah. So over. The, oh, I just said that. Tony somehow. Oh, I just said that. <laughs> not long after she signed the policy, he got her blind drunk. He then took a mattress and soaked it in ice water. Then, 
When it was time for her to go to bed, he led her to the mattress that he had moved near an open window, causing her to die in oh. her sleep. Was she old? No, but it was like winter time. I didn't oh, say that. Oh, no. I mean, well, I guess that would kill anybody. <gasps> yeah. That's messed up. So, Tony picked up the $2,000 from the life insurance policy. He no questions asked. Yep. Uh, so July of 1932, Tony was hanging out with at his speakeasy with some of his friends, 24-year-old Francis Pascal, 29-year-old Daniel Kressberg, Kressberg. Um, Tony gestured towards a drunk Michael, because Michael was at his speakeasy. And he's like, you know, that, might, that guy owes me some money. And knowing that Tony did... What knowing what Tony did to Maybell Francis said, if he can't pay his debts, couldn't you just do to him what you did to Maybell? And Tony's like, You got a point. But boom. Yeah. Cha ching. Cha ching. And that's when I started seeing money. <laughs> Made me think of a uh, Shark Tank. Oh. <laughs> shark not Shark, shark Tales. Tank. Shark Tales, yeah. yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> so so in December, the men presented some papers to Michael since he didn't, since he spent most of his days drunk, he didn't really read what he was signing. What he signed was two life insurance policies, making the three men and another friend named Joe Murphy beneficiaries in a case for his accidental death. What? How would you get that like on paper, like accidental death? Uh, so if he were to die accidentally... Those three men would be the beneficiaries for the there's life like insurance. A, there's a life insurance for, like, accidental death? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, most I of us like that's are... that's really sketchy to sign that from accidental... people that you don't know that Okay, well. it's not like Okay, I guess like a car accident. Death. Like, yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay. I'm like, I'm thinking like, Most all people right, die so... on accident. Most people that's die on true. accident. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that didn't... Yeah. Like, if, if you... And that's, that's how, not a purpose death. You correct. think that you wouldn't get a life insurance policy out of that. Yeah, no. Most of the time it's for accidental death is what life insurance. You if you I wonder what a heart suicide, attack would be. That'd be accidental. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so that's why most people die of an accidental death. Uh, if you commit suicide, you don't that yeah. person won't get it. Right. So uh that's why there was a guy in the news. That's been off and on in the news for him killing his husband and wife or husband. He killed his wife and son and he was being tried for it. Or But before he did that, I believe, he tried to kill himself and to collect the policy for his family to collect the policy oh. or something. I can't remember exactly how it went, but. He tried to collect money. It, but he it's got like, caught. Yeah, it's it's more recent. I haven't really... It, but it's also like an older story. But, like, he keeps popping up in the news. Yeah, anyways. I don't know why I just told you that. So... Because it pertained to the story. Yeah, I guess. So, the amount split was about $3,500, which is, in today's money, $50,000. Damn. So, I mean, he's making... That's a good pay. That's a lot more than 3000 That's That's a payday. Yeah. So, what they told him he was signing, though, was some papers to help elect Tony into local office. <laughs> <laughs> and as a thank you, he would be able to have some free drinks for the next few days. 
which I'm sure. Which I he was as, a drunk. <laughs> I mean, as a sober person, I would be like, why do I have to sign this though? <laughs> he was probably drunk. No, he was. That's like the guy was a drunk as a doorknob. He was always drunk. Always drunk. <laughs> so him just like you know he's like okay, let me sign that whatever. <laughs> So after he signed the papers for three days, they were basically like pouring alcohol down this guy's throat. They were trying so hard to get him like. To like drink him to death. Yeah. Drink him to death. Yeah. And hoping he would get alcohol poisoning. (laughs) But he didn't. Like Michael would just come back the next day, the next day and the next day. (laughs) Like, oh, what the heck? So on day four, when he came back, they're like, what the heck? He's like, hey, here for my free drinks. Wait, so they said that they would offer him free drinks, like, all the time? For They said for the next few days. Oh. Thinking that he, <laughs> he was just, just kept like, on, like, mooching off of him. Yeah, so they're just like, all right, we'll give you free drinks, I guess. Like, <laughs> when do you stop that? <laughs> it's just, like, wanting all this money from him. Meanwhile, they're... Yeah. Giving him yes. free. So they were, like, getting super annoyed with him. They thought of things like shooting him, but it has to be an accident. And they didn't want to bring attention from authorities. So Joe thought of an idea of replacing his drinks with a wood alcohol. Which, uh, if you consume it, you can get sick and die. What wood is- alcohol is a chemical made by distillation of wood. It's also known as methanol. Oh, whoa. It's used in industri- industrial in the industrial industry, and it's used in antifreeze, paint thinners, oh. stuff like that. It's sweet. Yes. So, and it's white. It's clear. Yeah. It's very hard it's like to. liquor. Yes. Yeah. So, they're like, we'll just, we'll just replace it. And since it was a prohibition, it was common for people to die from poorly made alcohol. So they didn't think it would raise They're suspicion just it anywhere. Yeah. So one afternoon they served him wood alcohol, and they're just like sitting there, like, "All right, <laughs> die, die." <laughs> the talk, and the clock he's is like, ticking. "He's like, give me another one." And they're like, <laughs> "Okay." So they give him another one. He's like, "Another one." And they're like, "What the heck? Like, why do you what?" And he's like, "Another one." And like, he's still more, alive. more, more, more. This went on for days. What? <laughs> for days on end. They were giving him wood alcohol, which they had to buy. Oh, my God. And just kept feeding And they're like, what's going they're on? This guy is not. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we need to go back to the drawing board. This That's guy. Karma. Yeah. So they said alcohol and wood alcohol won't kill him what would be next francis said that they should feed him rotten sandwiches when i first read that i was like what like rotten sandwiches like moldy sandwiches smell them yeah but also how would that kill you yeah i don't know but penicillin's made from mold i didn't know that is i'm allergic to penicillin oh i did not know that now i know that about you thank you are you allergic to anything else uh, what are those called? Persimmons. Oh, crap. I forgot to take my antibiotic. What? Persimmons. What's that? It's like a fruit. Oh. It's like a winter fruit. Oh. My tongue gets all fuzzy. Oh. I did not know this. Persimmons and penicillin. Yeah. Don't what? send any of those here, guys. Send Thank them. you. I get the hives. Wait. Try it. Try it. Do it. I do you. Are you allergic to anything? Supposedly gluten. 
but we all know how that's going. That's that's on questionable right now. Yep. And it's not a fad either. As in drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I fully believe that you were allergic to it as a child, as a child, and you outgrew it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see once I can get a, another doctor. She might die. This is Bree's last episode. R.I.P. Bree. Um, yeah. So he said he. Uh, Francis said he once saw a man die after eating rotten sardines and whiskey. It's so random. I know. So for a few days, they how fed... do you not know they're rotten? I don't know. I, feel like I mean, if the smell... guy the sardines guys... already smell really bad though. But he also like signed two life insurance policies. So they're like desperate. Yeah, but I mean, you were saying how do you not know? That they're not rotten. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How do you not know that you just signed your life away? Yeah. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) So, for a few days, they fed him raw oysters, rotten sardines, Uh. rotten sardine sandwiches to complement the wood alcohol that they were all still (laughs) They were still giving him wood They're like, this this will do it. This will put him in the grave. How is he still But it didn't work. And they even added broken glass and carpet tacks to the sandwiches, which what? I don't understand how you eat that. You and you think it's like coated with like crunchy <sighs> shit? No, you know what? <laughs> like, oh, it's just chips. We put chips in your sandwiches. Maybe. What the heck? That's not Lay's. I don't get it. That yeah. is not Lay's. No. So it's glass. <laughs> it's not Lay's. Um, Ow. Yeah, oh. but he just like washed it down with the wood alcohol, and he's like, I want more tacks. Yeah, wood. Carpet tax. Yeah. I don't understand how he got away with that. He probably was, like, so happy with the sandwich, too. <laughs> probably, like, because I know whenever I have a couple drinks, I get I start, like, craving you get the, stuff. Yeah. yeah, munchies or whatever. And I'm just like, man, this is the best sandwich ever. He's like, that's good. This is a spot. I, I don't know why you guys you love me so much now. some of this wood alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly I don't have a debt <laughs> with you and I'm, you're oh, giving me sandwiches man. and free alcohol? Man, I hope you get elected. <laughs> you're a good guy. You're a good guy. So they're like, all right, this is not working. Nothing we give him, nothing we give him to consume is going to kill him. What's next? So, they said, "Why don't we do you do something like?" How what? long were they doing that for? Uh, that lasted a couple days. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, "Why don't we do what Tony did to his first victim?" Oh so, yeah. Why didn't they think of that from the beginning? I don't know. So they waited until Michael was passed out from the alcohol, then carried him outside to a park, stripped him naked. Soaked him with five gallons of icy water and oh. left him outside to die from the freezing, from freezing to death in the middle of January. Oh. The next day, they arrived at the speakeasy with Michael there, and he's like, "Ready for my free drink?" They're <laughs> 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 like, "How? Hey, yo! You wouldn't believe the night I had. <laughs> I woke up naked." In the park. It was so weird. I'm a little cold. I'm missing two toes, but what? I'm fine. No. What? Uh, so what happened was after he they left him to die in the snow, police found him and brought him to the homeless shelter where they reclothed him and war- warmed him up. 
And oh, the, the man. Gig, like, can he's you got Im- some luck on his Can side. you imagine? Because he's Irish. That's what it is. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> Being one of those guys, and they're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, the guy that, like, the friend that just keeps showing up, and you're like, Like, Hi. having to put on the show, like, <laughs> oh, wow, that's a crazy night. Can't imagine. <laughs> Damn it, this guy. <laughs> So they were getting desperate. They didn't want to pay for February's installment for the life insurance policies. So they told oh, her they're having to pay like yeah, you have to pay monthly. Yeah. Oh. So they told their friend, twenty-three year old Hershey Green, about what they were doing, and uh, they promised him a hundred and fifty dollar cut for from the policy money if Hershey runs him over with his car, quote unquote, on accident. So he's like, I like 150 bucks. All right. What, $150? Yeah. To kill a person? That is not even then. He was that a taxi is not, driver. That is I don't not know. not worth $150 even then. Maybe? Unless you like, unless you're experienced. No, no, no. It's not worth it. But like maybe he was like experienced with it and he's done it before. So he's like, or he's eh, desperate for money. It's just another night. It was a pro- prohibition. That's so true. Yeah. Everyone was kind of um, struggling. I think it was the depression too. Was it depression? Mm, Not the yet. The Great Depression. It was like the 40s. I think. Oh, was it? 40s and 50s, maybe. Was, so it was a prohibition and then the. Hey, Siri. When was the Great Depression? Okay, 29 to 40. Okay, so it was. Yeah. Yeah. This is the 20s. Yeah. You want to see something? Hey, yeah. Siri. Lumos. Sorry. I'm not sure about that. It's fine. That's so cool. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Are the cats... Yeah, they are. Yeah, Why he's sleeping. up here, dude? They're sleeping. Yeah, so he's like, all right, but... I could use the extra... I can use the extra chump change. The chump change. I'm in the Bronx. I want my money to fold, not jiggle jiggle. I want my money and I need it now. (laughs) (laughs) So he agreed. So one afternoon in an alley, Joe and Francis held Michael upright because he was too drunk to stand on his own. Oh my God. How does this guy trust these people? (laughs) He's always asleep when they're trying to kill him. (laughs) (sighs) So they stand him upright and while Hershey accelerated towards them in his taxi right before he was about to hit them the two men jumped out (laughs) of the way (laughs) and michael like becomes coherent for like a split second (laughs) and jumps out of the way to the car coming towards me I mean, that makes sense. Like, if you're, like, about to fall when you're sleeping and you wake, like, yeah, if you, you feel wake like you're up falling in your second. dream, you wake up. Yeah. yeah. And he's, like, him. he's like, him. He's like, crap. <laughs> I'm about to die. How yeah. did I get here? So. <laughs> Just another night. Yeah. So he became coherent, jumped out of the way. So they tried again. When Michael <laughs> became unable to stand on his Wait, own the again. the same night they tried again? The same night. So they tried it again when Michael, that I know of, it happened the same night. When they tried again, Michael became unable to stand on his own again. They tried the same thing, and he 
woke up and jumped out of the way. Trust hit. So the third attempt, Hershey was successful in running Michael over at 45 miles per hour. But the noise at the scene, or but the noise caused the scene and people nearby. So the men took off. And they thought he was dead, and they actually tried to search for him for a couple days. Or, sorry, for a couple weeks. They were searching the morgues for his body since he would more more than, more than likely be a John Doe. Right. So they couldn't just, like, find out in the newspaper. They had to search the morgues. But mid-February... Three weeks later, a heavily bandaged Michael Malloy showed up at the speakeasy, desperate for another drink. I mean, yeah! (laughs) Stick it to them, Michael. (laughs) And he was like, y'all, I don't know what happened, but I woke up in the hospital, like, totally (laughs) with, like, broken bones and everything. It was so bizarre. And they're like... So weird, oh Michael. God. Super weird. Yeah, I'm going to go to serve the next person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he, he did not have any start, recollection of I bet of they it. started, like, watering down his whiskey at that point. They're just like, screw it. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. We're not giving him any more alcohol. <laughs> You're cut off. You've been cut off. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. At this point in the murder, between purchasing the wood alcohol, the free booze, and paying for the policy monthly, there was, like, no profit for these five men. <laughs> They're like, what's the point of this? And But instead of just counseling the policy and letting this guy just, you know... Live the rest of his life. Live the rest of his life. They're like, no, this has become personal now. <laughs> So this guy's probably like waiting for an election to happen. He's like, I've got my vote ready for you, man. Yeah, (laughs) no kidding. (laughs) They were like, this has become personal. We need to, we need to kill this drunken Irish man because (laughs) he's cheated death one too many times. (laughs) So on February twenty first, nineteen thirty three, they carried passed out Michael to his room near the speakeasy. They then put a hose in his mouth, which was connected to a cold gas jet, and turned it on and killed him. They, like, put it down his throat, and it was like... Wait, what? I'm just shocked because he's finally dead. I'm waiting for you to be like, and then three days later... So, yeah, they killed him. There's there's no coming back from that. I'm just... I'm just in shock. I just, I, know. I, I really did expect you to say. I know. I'm sorry. So wait, they like, sh- like gas, like they shoved like a gas thing down his yeah. mouth. Yeah, I don't know if it was liquid gas or <sighs> it says coal gas. Oh, so I'm no. gonna assume that it was like air gas. Remind me to tell you a sad story. Okay. To that. Okay. After we're done. So, they ended up paying off a coroner to declare his death as an accident, saying he had pneumonia. Which, dirty. That was dirty, dirty, dirty for that coroner to do. Yes. Tony went to hit the first insurance policy holder and collected a total of 800 bucks. And when he attempted to collect from the second holder, the employee said... I wonder how quick he, like, started going to collect... Probably, like, the day of. The day of. They're like, like, I need my money. Well, the body's still warm, so. (laughs) Um, 
when they went to the he went to the second uh, holder, the employee said that they needed to see the body. Tony said it had already been buried, and so they're like, "That's sus." So they contacted the local New York police. Yeah, especially that he didn't have family there or anything, right? Correct. So they're like, that's interesting. That's not normally how that this goes. Like, you know, normally they're, they comply with everything. So uh, the police were contacted and uh, the police had also already heard of these stories of this like, quote unquote, Iron Man or sorry, Iron Mike. I like Iron, Iron Man. Iron Mike, who kept cheating death. I am Iron Mike. So when they contact, when they were contacted by the insurance company, they were able to just like quickly add up this story, and they're like, "Yeah, we're having Michael's body exhumed and do proper testing," which led the police to believe that he was murdered. Which is surprising for that time too. Because yeah, it's you've expensive. Told a lot of stories were like. They don't do, like, a lot of that kind of... They Correct. don't assume that kind of stuff then. Yeah. Yep. But, like... Oh, he's so precious. He loves his daddy so much. So much. Oh, you guys, for Patreon. So... Mm, so... <laughs> that was... Sounds like Charlotte. <laughs> when she wants something. <laughs> So all four of the men, Daniel, Joe, Tony, and Francis, sorry, all five of the men, Daniel, Joe, Tony, and Francis, and Hershey, five were arrested. Yeah. Because originally it was the three men. Right. And then they brought in Joe, and then they brought in Hershey for the, the oh, taxi Oh, the cab. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So dang. So How they much were, were they even going to get? Not much. But it's not even worth it. No, not, not at this point. So Hershey had a separate trial from the other four, and he was tried as, um, and he was convicted of attempted murder and was sentenced to a minimum of 10 years in prison. Wow. The other four pointed fingers at, each, at one another the whole trial and uh, trying to reduce their own sentencing. They are terrible people. I know. But eventually was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. Three of them, Tony, Daniel, and Francis, were executed on the by the electric, electric chair on the same day, June 7th, 1934, which is just hilarious to me. Like, all right, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> like, you're just standing in line to die. <laughs> like, Wait, they were both? All, on the same day. All three of them. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That sucks because you have to see the person in front of you. Like, I mean, you may not see what's going on. Sure. They probably go back to your still just like knowing. Yeah. I want to go first. Me too. I'd be Me like, too. all right, let's just get over with just that like thing of knowing. Or like, maybe they didn't even know. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe they just stayed in the, of sh- the other guys. I'm sure there was talk, though. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So, uh. They were all three of them were married, and Tony and Daniel had kids, which is really sad for those children. Yeah. And then Joe is executed by electric chair, but a month later. And that's the story of the man who would not die. That, that was awesome. I loved it. I love it. That is one of my favorites. Definitely it's, one, it's of, my definitely one it's, of my favorites. It's, it's, I feel kind of bad for laughing, but at the same time, yes. it's so funny. Like, it's hilarious that he just, he's like, 
Nah. It's karma at its best. Yes, absolutely. Don't so moral of story, don't don't kill people. Yeah, as we always say, don't kill people. Yeah. Just don't kill people. Yeah. Do you have a good do you have a story for me? Uh I, I almost know. said a goofy I have, story. I have to lead up to that. I'm sorry, I should have gone second. It's fine. Um <laughs> I'm actually excited for mine too. Um so I was looking at our downloads this week. Oh, I have to tell you a story about the gas thing. So there, my dad was at the gas station and he saw this guy with like a pit bull in the back of his truck or mm-hmm. some kind of dog. Yeah. Um, he assumed it was, he, he said it looked like a pit bull, but he said it was like aggressively barking at him. Oh. And so the guy kept on telling him like, shut up, shut up, stop barking, stop barking. And right. So the guy told the dog, he's like, all right, get down. So he, um, my dad's watching this whole thing. And so he makes the dog get down, get off the tailgate, and get onto the ground. He's like, all right, sit. And he's sitting down. No. And he grabs the gas pump, and he puts it in his mouth. <laughs> and he starts guzzling gas down no. the dog's throat. No, he doesn't. And just keeps pumping and pumping and pumping. And the dog's just sitting there choking on it. And he keeps on going, and then he takes the gas out, puts it back in, and the dog just, like, sits there for a second, and then he starts running in circles, running in circles, running in circles, and then he stops. And he dies? No, he ran out of gas. <laughs> Shut up, Bree! <laughs> I can tell I was the off-straight face. I ruined it. My dad is so much better at telling that. Oh my god. I was like, why my whole time like the whole time I'm like, why isn't your dad doing anything? My dad would. My I, well that's what the I stories figured. that I have about my dad with animals. <laughs> I was getting so mad at your dad. Gosh, Bob. Your name's not even Bob, but Bob. Oh my gosh. I've never heard that joke. Really? Have you not? Okay. No, have I never I told it to you before? Okay. I, I know I ruined it because I started smiling because I couldn't. No, you didn't ruin it. I thought you were gonna like. I thought you were laughing because like your dad like freaked out and you're like proud of him for freaking out or something. But then like you didn't say your dad did anything, and I was just like, "What's the joke here? What's, what's like the funny thing? Where's the funny thing you're, you're laughing tell me about? That a dog died. This is not the podcast that I signed up for." <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. Thank you. That was good. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so I was looking at the stats this week and trying to get inspiration for a story by seeing who's listening to us. We have so many different countries listening to us right now. Um, and the Philippines popped on there. We have a couple <gasps> downloads from there. We have friends from the Philippines. Yeah, I know many people from my childhood from the Philippines. Um, so some of my best friends uh, growing up were from the Philippines lived right down the street from them that is bananas i practically like hung out of their house like all the time they're really good people Um, i bet they cooked really good food too uh at at that age i was like that fish is not supposed to have eyes and i didn't eat it yeah but i ate rice they always offered me rice oh always they have it it's like their house like we have it on sugar their house always smelled so good oh i know um so i reached out to one of them and i was like hey i was like do you have any suggestions for filipino stories or fil- or stories from the philippines and she suggested now i'm gonna be the one to mess up pronunciation this one this is so exciting she proceeds does she listen to our podcast i don't know she said that we were doing a great job so maybe i don't know if she is 
Shout out to Pot Pot. All right, so I am doing a story on the Mananangal. Okay. Ah, I said that. Like, if I say it fast, it's good. Mananangal. Mananananami. So what is a Mananangal, you ask? Well, the word is means one who detaches, first of all. So the one that detaches or one that one that the one one that detaches. Okay. Uh, it's an old Filipino Ashwang creature um, or a swang. Not sure how to pronounce that, uh, which my friend also told me that a swang means ghost or spirit in Filipino. So it's like a broad term for like different creatures over there. Okay. Uh, it has an appearance of a female who separates its upper body from its lower limbs. Then it grows wings that resembles a bat. Cool. I've done right. I've done a similar thing to it. Um, so it's said that at night she detaches from her bottom half and preys on pregnant women in the middle of the night when they are asleep. Okay. Uh, it's prey pregnant women and sometimes small children. It creates what it does is it creates a small hole in the roof and slowly lowers its tongue to touch the pregnant woman's womb using it to suck out the insides of the woman and the fetus. It's pretty similar to a Malaysian folklore that I've mentioned in, pa- in the past in my um, in my vampire episode. Yeah. Called the Penangalan. That's gross. Uh, and that one is similar because it also seeks pregnant women, but right. and it detaches as well, but it does the head from the whole body. Can you just like imagine like this thing just like I just don't want yeah like she she the way she explained it to me was a, like a a tongue like a butterfly that long like yeah like curly tongue yeah so during the day she appears as a beautiful woman and then by night this monster uh this vampiric manangal has been called also been called a tick-tick which I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, I think it's also as- associated with another Aeswang. Okay. Um, and it's because she's, I saw in one of my sources that she's been known to be accompanied by a bird, which makes a noise. But my friend also mentioned. Most birds make noises. Yeah. <laughs> which makes that noise, like a tick tick noise. Oh, I see. But my friend also mentioned like a cicada noise. So. Oh, that. Yeah. No, not, I mean, that's not, that's wrong. Yes. Like that. Yep. If you're from the South, you know what we're talking oh, about. But not just the South. Okay. Oh. I, I'm a huge advocate for this. Okay. Not really, but. You going to get into it? Did you used to collect exoskeletons as well? What? Did you? When we would go camping. Oh. In Northern California, when we go camping up in the Trinity. There were By Trinity Lake. They were there every yeah. summer. They're loud. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we would we would collect the little shells. Yeah, they're super cool. I had like yeah. a like little container with them. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, I didn't do that. You're well, weird. we had like the sand buckets because yeah. we were camping. Scare people with them. It's fun. Yeah. So if you want to know how to become a Menangal, uh, according to one of the legends, a Menangal has a black chick living inside of it with a little chip 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 
Aww. And it's not so cute, though. It can be passed on to another relative when on their deathbed or they are no longer strong enough to go on. Uh, to be passed on, it is said that the person must swallow the egg. Then the egg is believed to remain inside of the body of the madangal, eating the inside of the host while keeping them alive, oh which is God. why it craves human blood. Okay, but why? Who's willing? Like just willing? I to- know. I was. I. I know. I tried to look up. Like, why would you want to become a manangal? Maybe like to take it away from someone. Maybe like out of like, I don't know. But I wouldn't want to. Um, I mean, also, who likes you know who would want to murder someone? Yeah, exactly. So, um, lots of unanswered questions here. So many. That's how folklores are, though. Yeah. You know. uh, or is it a folklore? Dun dun dun. What? So. And I don't know. So this is kind of like, uh, I guess you can think of it as, so it, it eats your insides, takes all your things that make you sure. you, and you go and eat blood. So it's kind you're of like. You're a vampire. It's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like you're replenishing everything that you're losing from the chick. It's kind of like being pregnant. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so others say that you can perform a ritual to become a manangal. All you need is a special oil or ointment and egg containing a black chick. During this ritual, you must anoint yourself with the ointment, placing the egg in your armpit, and chant a special incantation. If it is successful, the egg will disappear and you will be transformed into a manangal. But what if it didn't and you're like, lift your armpit up to see if and it's it still there and, and it cracks? It. <laughs> it's like, oh, dang it. I gotta four, go find another one. Four years of searching for this egg. <laughs> I've been hugging everywhere. <laughs> uh, also, some say that when attacked by a manangal, I am doing a wonderful job pronouncing this, by the way. I feel like I I'm am. I'm very proud of and you. And everybody's probably going to be like, that's wrong. Nah. Nah. Nah, bro. That's wrong. Po, po. So when being attacked gonna... by one. Po, po. Po, po. Pop, pot. Pop, pot. is yeah. going to be like, brie. Yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, if you survive one of the attacks, supposedly you can like turn into one. Like a werewolf, I guess. Ooh. I only saw one source that said that, so I don't know how true it that is or any of this is. But you know, I bet the fine. people in the Philippines believe it's true. A lot, a lot do. I'm gonna ask. I kind fine. of do actually. <laughs> it's freaky. Um, so now you can apparently be cured by this, and it's pretty simple actually. Okay. You just uh, remove the baby chick from the stomach before it matures. Just like by cutting open your stomach. That's what I was thinking. It's pretty simple. Uh, also, yeah, it's pretty simple. you can also hang the woman upside down from a tree while beating her and fumigating her, or by swinging her violently until she pukes up the bird, or I guess just go to a crazy amusement park and eat like three chili dogs. <laughs> so just like simple after work. Yeah, on your way home. It's not a big deal. Just you know, it's not very uncommon to see a woman hanging from a tree and just like. Here with a stick. It's you know, a pinata. In Georgia, <laughs> it's uh, it's legal to beat your wife with a stick as long as your pinky or as wide as your pinky in front of the court on Sundays. I've been for real. I'm being dead serious. What? Yeah, because like That's I would like a pencil though. When we lived, <laughs> when we. <laughs> 
when we lived in Georgia, I on Sundays I'd be like, "All right, Rick, let's go down to the court." <laughs> How to kill Manungal. Some believe that Manungals hide in the forest by day, sleeping. They throw their arms over a branch of a tree and cover their faces with their hair. Some say that they live in isolated huts away from society, and others suggest that they live amongst the public community, going as far as to be married to someone. How, though? Because they're, like, beautiful oh, women during by day. The day. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're one person. Yeah. Uh, her weaknesses are said to be sunlight, salt, ash, and garlic. And it garlic. And if she is separated by her bottom half during the day, it will kill her. To and to deter her, you can fill containers of salt, ash, or raw rice, or burn some rubber. If it's raw rice, like yeah, I guess some people will leave like uh, pots of raw rice on their stove at night to like deter her. Yeah, it's like that's like everybody's household. Yeah. I mean, or spices, just spices in general were a big one. Interesting. Um, to destroy her, you have to find her lower torso that she leaves behind at night. Popular hiding spots are known to be banana groves since they can appear as like legs because they're like these thick stalks. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, easy to hide. So when you find these legs, you know it's probably her. I I do have. Sorry, I have another question though. How would she separate from her body during the day? I was wondering. Uh, she, if she doesn't get back to her body in time. Oh, okay. It's like she goes out at like at night, at night. and then comes back before dawn. Yeah. And if you get to her lower torso and sprinkle it with like ash or spices or right. whatever. Okay. And it's daytime, then she can't like Bummer. attach. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, lady. No more killing. No more killing for you, missy. <laughs> um... So, like I said, you just use salt, ash, garlic, you know, simple stuff. Place right. it on the exposed flesh, preventing it to reunite with the upper half. And then once daylight hits, did. Did. Also, apparently stabbing her with a bamboo spear should do the trick. But, yeah. Uh, You'd have to get close to her for that, though. Exactly. <laughs> now, Speaking of getting close, let's talk about some sightings. Okay. While most evidence... So you said your friend saw this. Her aunt. Her her aunt aunt and her mom. Yeah. Okay. So while most evidence towards this hideous, terrifying creature has been stories passed down generations, many have claimed to have seen them, and some even photographed, but they can't prove if the photographs are real or not, and I'll show you that in a little bit. Okay. Um, but it has changed the way people like do things around here, like the way they build their homes, their roofs are not flat, they're more steep now, so they can prevent her from perching on top. And children, young children are known to sleep between parents to keep them safe. Okay. Um, my childhood friend who suggested this said that according to her aunt, while her mom was pregnant in the Philippines, she had seen the bottom half of one. And her mom and her the oh, top half sorry. on the roof. I forgot that was oh, you're part fine. of the sightings part. Oh, you're fine. That's okay. fine. Um, but she had heard the top half on the roof. From their stories, they're described with similar characteristics, having a tongue like a butterfly that unfurls hunting for pregnant women and young children. No. Um, she also said that it, it had made like the noise of like a cicada. And okay. they don't like garlic. So, you know. 
vampire. Same. Uh, in May of 1992, in Manila, a woman called Martina Santa Rosa reported being attacked by a monongal. She claimed she had seen the half of its body and it was naked. She had described it as having a long, long hair and nails and sharp teeth. Uh, not only that, but her neighbor had backed up her story and had seen it flying away. Oh, wow. Another survivor, and that one was actually in the news. Another survivor, I know, was um, Mananolin Gasper, who was a pregnant woman at the time and reported an all-white scary monster hovering around her house despite her precautions around her home, like the raw rice and whatnot. Okay. A boy had told his friend and had described walking into his room one night and had seen a giant bat with a human face. It was on the outside of his bedroom window and his mom was pregnant at the time. (gasps) Another man claimed he was married to to a manangal and became suspicious after noticing she was always out at midnight. One night, he actually followed her and witnessed her separate her body and fly into the night. He destroyed her lower part of her body <gasps> after seeing her kill someone. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, how do you just, like, go on with your life knowing that, like, what? I don't know how true it is, but, you know, that's what I read. <laughs> yeah. I told you, they can be married to, they can, like, keep up, like, this whole role of, like, normal society and just How by you, like, by night they're, like, busy, like, replenishing their body. Like, how do you... How do you not notice that? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go out and work in the garage. <laughs> go ahead and go I'm gonna watch say, TV or go to bed. This is what I think, is they didn't get to, like, they didn't actually stay the night together. At all until they got married. The first night that they got married, she's like, deuces, I'm... I'm going to go in the garden and go work at midnight. And he's like, that's super weird. Whatever, we're newly, what, we just got married, so I'm not going to... It's fine, it's it's cute. Yeah, it's cute that she doesn't sleep. So sweet. Yeah, she's got insomnia. She sleeps all during the day, but it's fine. Yeah, and then, like, after, like, a month, he's like, all right, this is weird. This is weird. There's something weird about this person. Yeah. And and then he realized. So like they were quote unquote married, she but not like my very chicken long. that I season with garlic and salt <laughs> and pepper. A manungle would not survive in my house with all the seasonings that I use. You know whose house they would they, survive. Yeah, you know whose house they would survive in. We're not saying it. <laughs> we're not saying it. <laughs> all right. So um, that actually concludes my story of the Mananangal. Um So if you're planning on visiting the beautiful Philippine Islands. Rick is next month. Oh. Next, next month. What? <laughs> no, next year. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Because the Mananangals <laughs> are killing everybody up in there. <laughs> uh, but seriously, use great cautions, especially when you are pregnant or have small children. And go burn a tire or something. But don't do that, please, because we're not suggesting to do burn, illegal burn things. Burn a tire? Yeah, I said burnt rubber. Oh, burnt rubber. Yeah, yeah. but it's illegal to burn tires, so don't do that. Yeah. Stop it. How, do you know if it is in the oh, Philippines? you know what? I don't know that. But I know it's not good for the environment. So. Absolutely not. It's just burning period isn't, but, you know, <laughs> rubber is just like that extra. Yeah, Rick, uh, that's like our dream vacation is the Philippines. I would love to go there. 
But he's probably going to go without me. Oh. Which is okay, because he wants to go and do, like, immerse himself into the society. The culture. The culture, and eat their food. Mainly he's going for food. And then when I go, I want to do, like, the hiking and the sightseeing so and he doesn't care any about any of that i wish like i can't tell you how many times i would go over to my friend's house and they would have like all this food out yes and i was i was a bratty little kid that i was just like i don't want to try that that's not yeah i'm not used to that kind of food i don't want to eat it and i would just eat the rice yeah but now i'm like man i wish i would have tried that that sounds good they're lumpia oh man yeah yeah. So good. Well, that's just like the tip of it. Like, it they, is. They it made is. a lot of good food, but yeah. all I remember is all I would eat is their rice over there, which yeah. was pretty, pretty awesome. And they would always bring me back these like, they were the driest cookies I've ever had in my entire life from the Philippines, uh-huh. but they were super good. Yeah. They were super good. Yeah. Um, Rick's friend from the National Guard Medina, uh, he, him, he want Rick is gonna go, but he needs he wants to go with someone that he can trust over there. So he might go with him next year. But oh yeah, yeah. he needs someone to go with him too. Anyway. Yeah, his friends from the Philippines. His wife is from the Philippines. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I'm jealous. So, uh, we had uh, my nail lady was for the longest time. She was from. Vietnam, or she is from Vietnam, and they were planning a trip together, but then she moved, um, which they were like, when I first, when we first started talking about it, I was like, are you guys going in February? Because that's when Rick wants to go to Vietnam. They're like, yeah, he can come with us. And it was just like very bizarre, like the thought of, like, we don't really know you guys, but uh, they ended up moving to Anchorage. But you asked. I mean, that's true. <laughs> but they moved to Anchorage and then COVID hit, so they ended up not going. But, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I would love to go there. Yeah. I would so. love to go anywhere. Yeah. Travel. <laughs> anywhere but here. We'll go on tour. Yeah. We need more Patreon donors. That's a donor. Or that's the idea. And if you're a Patreon donor, maybe you would even get free tickets. Yeah, Patreon donors. Yeah. So there's that. And you get a free magnet. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, magnets are cool. You need to hold up your stuff on your fridge. Yeah. (laughs) We'll hold it up for you. Yeah. We got your back. That's what we should be advertising. We shouldn't be advertising magnets. We should be advertising, and we'll even hold up all your stuff on your fridge for you. Yes. Look in the description, and you see what we're talking about. Yep. Amy has a neighborhood story for me. Oh, shoot. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I'm not – I feel like I've told you this story, this one before, but I don't think so. So, this one's from next door, and it's titled Outdoor Children Bedroom. The weather's getting nicer. My son, Jericho – not vaccinated never wanted to make it in never wants to make it in by curfew i'm planning on moving his bedroom outside i'm not looking for this post to turn into a debate rebecca (laughs) just looking for recommendations for outdoor furniture for a two-year-old boy's room his favorite color is yellow someone commented 
I'm sorry. Then they commented again to their own post saying, also looking for a good yoga studio. (laughs) So then Sabrina commented and said, Ikea, maybe? As it went, it went, it as it won't be so costly and most of their kid furniture is not made of wood. But, but, but you're... Okay. Continue. Depending on your yard size, you may buy a yurt if you have that type of funds. Also, what does not being vaccinated have to do with having a mini Tarzan kiddo? Is there a requirement to have your kids vaccinated to be outdoors after dark? Seems (laughs) it is irrelevant to the question. But why are you responding to someone talking about putting their child outside? Why are we putting your child outside? Like permanently? You live outside. You're acting like the entire, like her entire post was fine and then you focus on the vaccination. (laughs) Like. Oh, uh, I know exactly where you can find furniture for a two-year-old child that you're putting outside of your house. For your Tarzan kid. For your Tarzan child. Like, cool. There's, it's fine. But she also is looking for a good yoga studio, so. Oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah. That was. Uh, hot yoga. Goat yoga. Goat yoga. Outdoor yoga, since your two-year-old is going to be yeah, living you outside. Go. You can do it with your two-year-old. What person is letting their kid live outside? How serious is this person? I want to know. I'm sorry. I'm just like fix, fixated on the fact that it's the child is two and the parents like, mm, you get to make your own choices. I feel like they're, I hope that they're joking. It's pretty funny. Because that would be the equivalent to me letting Natalie sleep outside. Yeah. And when you say, it's time to come in, and she's like, nah, mom. And I'm going to be like, all right, cool, surfboard carry. Yeah. Let's go inside. Right, exactly. Kicking and screaming. You're not staying outside. No. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I told Charlotte before I left, because I knew they were going to go go to Costco or go get ice cream or something. Uh Uh-huh. And I told Charlotte, I said, she said, mom, do you want anything? And they said, Yeah. I was like, tell daddy to get mommy chocolate because it's her time of the month. And sorry to announce that to everybody. And like, as I'm walking out, I hear her say, get mommy chocolate because it's her time of the month. (laughs) I hear her repeat it like three times and I'm like... She's going to tell him. She's going to remember. She's going to make sure. She's going to pull through. (laughs) You're like, yes. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) TMI. I don't care. No, never. Anyways. So to listen to us and find out more about our cycles, uh, you can follow, (laughs) you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. And if you are on iTunes or Spotify, um, be sure to give us a rating and a review. Those are really helpful. Yes. We really appreciate them. Um, also, don't forget to follow us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And that's at WWTN Podcast. We have a Facebook group. We're really active in it. We post funny things every day. Post information about the podcast. We inter- interact with our listeners. You guys can post things. Join it. Don't join it. Be a neighbor. Don't be a neighbor. Your choice. Your choice. Also, our website. But if you're not, but if your you're choice not, is wrong. No. 
Uh, our website is whatsothenneighbors.com. And from there. On there, you can find everything that she just talked about, along with a link to our merchandise, and which we got some pretty sweet stuff up along with a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com if you want to be on the donor bus. Choo-choo. $5 a month, you get exclusive content in our episodes, videoed and unedited. And for $3 a month, you get our episodes early. And, oh, you get early episode to your $5 a month. And then... Uh, if you feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, or story suggestions along with your own personal neighborhood, true crime, or paranormal stories. And, yeah, uh, that's at www.tnpodcast.gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bring Bring Amy out. What's with the neighbors? Oh, that was a good one. That was like the first good high five. Yeah. In like so... 45 episodes. We finally nailed it, we guys. We finally did it. Let's do it again. <laughs> Say hi to your cats for us.